In this episode, the massive world-class photograph collection of Sir Elton John. Hey everybody, Keith Dotson here, and in this episode of the Fine Art Photography Podcast, I want to talk about the amazing collection of photographs owned by Sir Elton John and David Furnish. Did you know about this? The performer Elton John owns one of the largest private collections of photographs in the world. Now maybe, depending on where you stand with your practice of photography, you might think, this is irrelevant to me. But I would argue that having high-profile people buying and collecting photographs is a good thing. Photography has struggled to be seen as a legitimate art form for decades. It's been seen as a tool of science. It's been seen as a mechanical reproduction of things as opposed to a form of art expression. It's been seen as less important or impressive than other forms of visual art. These days, photography as a hobby is more popular than ever, but there's a perception that the bazillion photos uploaded every hour to Instagram is devaluing photography as an art. So yes, the art of photography needs its high-profile advocates and champions like Elton John. A 2016 article on The Guardian claimed that John owned 8,000 photographs, more than the Tate Museum in London that hosted a showing of his art uh, in 2016. The author of that article complained about Elton John's taste in overly garish picture frames, which I guess you can understand, you know, he has garish taste in clothing and everything else, right? But uh, the author admired his photo collection nonetheless. Elsewhere on The Guardian, there's a photograph of Sir Elton John in his London home, surrounded by a stunning collection of photographs. And I have to agree, all the frames are shiny in gold or silver, looking a lot like cheap frames from Target or maybe a craft store. Maybe I'm just a fuddy-duddy, but I prefer simple frames that allow the art to be the star. Nonetheless, Elton John's collection is so large and valuable that he employs a staff to manage it, including a director, a curator, and several conservators. Again, in the Guardian newspaper, John says he collects photographs because he loves them, not for the investment potential. He calls photography his second greatest passion after music. But Sir Elton didn't always see the value in photography as art. He said he never gave photographers like Annie Leibovitz a second thought as he was being photographed for magazine covers back in the day. Even though he employs a curator, a team of experts, Sir Elton John said he buys the photographs personally, often looking for bargains from lesser-known artists simply because he buys for beauty rather than price or investment potential. As a side note, this aligns with an artsy survey of art collectors last year, where art collectors said they buy art because they're inspired by it, because they want to decorate their homes, and they want to support artists. Investment potential was way down the list of uh, priorities in buying art. Now, Elton John has said that he traded one addiction for another because he began collecting photography after rehab. He's also said that he began collecting things as a child because his parents argued a lot and he was able to seek refuge in objects. How much has he spent on the collection? I never saw a definitive number published anywhere, but he said he bought a set of six prints directly from Cindy Sherman, who told him she would sell the prints because she needed a new house. So that gives you an idea of the prices of some of these prints. But since he began collecting in the 90s, before photography was really trendy, he got relative bargains on many of the prints, many of which have skyrocketed in value. He said he paid 112,500 British pounds in 1993 for Man Ray's Glass Tears, which set a record for photography at the time. There are only six prints available of that photograph in existence, and another copy sold recent years for over a million dollars. In a video interview, 
Elton John said he acquired an 18,000 square foot apartment in Atlanta with lots of walls simply to have the space to house his photography collection. He says he used the same Atlanta picture framer, Myot, since he began collecting in the 1990s. His collection contains some of the most iconic images in photographic history. The aforementioned Glass Tears by Man Ray, Migrant Mother, and several others by Dorothea Lange, and prints by Walker Evans, Berenice Abbott, and Irving Penn. Actually, he has six Irving Penn portraits of himself, Elton John. Sir Elton John has one photograph by Andre Cortez, underwater swimmer from 1917, that's the size of a postage stamp. It must be a contact print directly from a negative, and it was said that um, there was a paper shortage in Hungary at the time it was printed, so Cortez couldn't make it any bigger until he arrived later in Paris. Elton John owns a great Edward Weston photograph called White Door. It's an architectural shot. It's very mysterious and beautiful. And he sleeps in his bed with Man Ray's Noir et Blanc over his head. As he walks through the gallery after gallery of small, jewel-like prints, you notice they're mostly, but not all, in black and white. Many of them are toned warmly, or perhaps some of them are platinum prints. He has portraits of other musicians, most notably the Beatles, and he has portraits of actors like Spencer Tracy. When asked by a CNN style reporter how Elton John finds new work by photographers, he said he doesn't like art fairs, but instead he's been focused on photojournalism, and he scours a lot of newspapers looking for important photographs. He said he has a quick eye, and when he enters a gallery, he usually goes straight to something that he likes, and that's what he buys. He said he doesn't like museums because none of those pictures are for sale. When asked which of the three photographs he displayed at the Tate in 2016 were his favorites, he called out Underwater Swimmer by Cortez, which is now 104 years old, The Migrant Mother, and again, The Man Ray Noir et Blanc. In a Tate video regarding the 2016 exhibition, the camera gets really close to Noir et Blanc, and it's just stunning, stunning, stunning. The texture of the paper, the tones. He has both the print and the negative of the shot framed side by side, and he likes to tell the joke that with it hanging over his bed, if it falls and kills him, he will have died in style being killed by a man ray. That's all I've got for this episode, everybody. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again real soon.